Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Thought thinkers and newcomers, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. I stand in gratitude to all of you who have been here from the beginning, and I thank those who are tuning in today for the first time. Remember that you can always go to my website, runonthoughts.com, to find your favorite platform and listen and subscribe and share and join our family. Today, we are going to talk about something a little different. Today, we are going to talk about love. Love is, is the actual title of today's podcast, because I am often having conversations about unpacking and our traumas and all of these things, right? And the true reason why I'm having these conversations is so that we can all get to arrive at a place of love, love for ourselves, love for each other, shared love, family love, romantic love, all of these things that help life be worth living, if that makes any sense. I heard someone on Instagram and he was talking about love and he said that most people, he actually said something like 80%, But I don't like using percentages because unless you ask the whole world, stats are about the group that that person asked, right? And they could change depending on the group that's asked. But I believe through my life observations also, like this person, that most people have no idea what love is. Excuse me. And the reason why I believe this, the man pointed out, but this is something that I've always felt. So when I heard him, I felt like the universe was saying that I needed to have a conversation with you guys and let you know how I was feeling so that we all could explore how we're all feeling together, if that makes sense. Most people have no idea what love is because in order to experience love, especially in a relationship, you must first be in love with yourself. And what that means is that you have to come to the relationship whole. So many of us have been taught that we are looking for a person to complete us. And even when people say compliment, most of the time, what they really mean is complete. And the truth is, that's not how love works because love can't need, if that makes sense, right? I can be appreciative of the things that another person would do for me. I can like what another person can do for me. And the list goes on of the beautiful things that we can get, extract, use when we are with someone. However, 
The problem with need, and I know so many people, especially in traditional values, men in particular, need to be needed. And I'm one of those people that need to be needed. But when I heard this, it alarmed me because it made me realize where the problem lies in the romantic love relationships that I have had, if that makes sense, right? The need to be needed for many of us will force us to put up with things because we are getting something in return, right? And oftentimes, over time, need becomes dependent. And that is the problem, right? Now this person can manipulate you. It doesn't mean that they will, but usually we are attracted to like-minded individuals, right? We are attracted to like-minded energy. We are attracted to who we really are and not necessarily what we need, right? So if you have low self-esteem, you will attract someone who is going to take advantage of that. That's what I'm saying by need. You say like, this person makes me feel like I belong. The fact that you need someone to make you feel like you belong is actually the danger, right? Because if, it's so crazy because people who are whole are not necessarily attracted to people who are broken, right? They would rather be with someone who is also whole. So that's why it seems like we can't find healthy relationships because healthy relationships are somewhere in healthy relationships that are working. So they're not out here like the rest of us, right? Who are constantly looking to fill a void and to fill a need. And that is the problem. Where there is a void, that requires that you are in a process of self-work. If you are not doing the self-work and you are constantly looking out into the world to give you validation, you will always be on a journey of searching because love doesn't necessarily live out there. Love is like, hmm, love is like peace. Love is like joy. Love is like happiness. It doesn't exist out there. It only can exist in you. Anytime you need your emotional needs met by outside forces, you are running the risk of being hurt and used. And guess what? No part of me believes that there's anything wrong with being used, right? Because being used sometimes means that on a healthy level means that you have something to offer that someone can benefit from right? So we all are coming to the table. That's what it means when people are saying, what do you come to the table with, right? But truthfully, what you come to the table with doesn't matter because what I come to the table with, let's take me for instance, I am a traditional woman in theory. What that means is that I was raised in an environment that I was able to cook and clean and nurture and take care of a family and even work and surrender to the needs of the family and a man. Now, although I am those things, if I meet a modern man and he can cook and clean 
and do all of these things, I may not necessarily be as valuable to that man. And I know this for a fact because I have dated men who can take care of themselves. And at the time, years ago, I didn't see this as something that I could be in because I couldn't be used in the ways in which I was raised and trained to be. Does that make sense? And because of that, I felt less than and I actually worked even harder in those relationships because I was looking for my place. When the truth is, your place should really be just to be. Everything needs to be this idea that we are simply being in relationships, if that makes sense. I have, so remember about this table part. I hear people say, I bring the table. Whatever you bring to the table is lacks humility because what you bring to the table needs to complement what that person needs. So stop telling people what you bring to the table before you find out what is at their table and if the things you bring to the table complement exactly what they bring to the table if that makes sense. We all have different skill sets. We all, some people think themselves is the table. And the truth is, that is not true, right? I'm a unique individual and I know that I am the only Marshall, but the only Marshall doesn't mean that said man needs what this person brings to the table. That's why it's important to know who you are so that you can go out into the world making discernment, right? You need to have discernment so that you know, because only when you know who you are, right? Only when you know who you are, do you know what you want, right? And it's so crazy because it's seeming like in this era, as people begin to know who they are, they are less willing to be in relationships. And I'm wondering, why is that? Why are people getting unpacking and then deciding that they don't want to be in relationships. And the truth is, I believe that people still want to be in relationships. However, they don't want to be in relationships as they are defined. And I'm going to tell those people that that's okay. You don't have to want what the status quo says you should want. You can create your own idea of what a relationship is. I believe in the law of attraction, right? And you only need one person. You only need one person to agree with the terms of whatever it is that you want, man or woman, right? So you need to be honest with yourself about what you want. You don't have to fit into the constraints of what the world says is normal or what you should do or should or what you should not want to do. But the truth is, I understand that that is easier said than done, right? It is easier said than done because... As we are doing the work, and especially women, I try not to speak on what men are doing because I actually do see more men doing the work as it relates to their mental health. But women have each other, right? So we can constantly unpack 
and we can we are constantly living in a state of doing the work if that makes sense and men are just arriving at those places so me being a woman over 40 closer to 50 I recognize that men in my demographic pool of dating are more traditional than I am willing to be in a relationship. So when my friends say, do you want to be in a relationship? What they're not asking me is, what am I willing to put up with and do? And the truth is, I don't necessarily want or need a relationship. Would I like a healthy relationship? Of course. Of course I would like a healthy relationship, right? And I am willing to compromise. However, compromising who I am is non-negotiable. And I don't want someone to come to the table and compromise who they are. And so many times in relationships and people who I see in relationship, most of what they are doing feels and looks codependent to me. And if those people are happily codependent, then that is fine. Because I still partly believe that in a relationship that is two people, you have to somehow become a unit, right? But that contradicts with how I feel inside. So as I am dealing with how I feel inside, I believe that it is best to just be single, date, move and groove, have fun, travel, go out, and do fun things that make me feel joy and loved. Part of what I wanted to talk about also was when I was talking about what is love and this idea that most of us don't know what love is even myself right this is my opinion this is how i feel this is what i observe through watching through talking through listening through reading and understanding that the truth is none of us know shit and that becomes more evident with the more people who want to get on air and do vlogs or podcasts or reels or whatever it is they're doing and we're all giving their two cents. Most of what people are telling you is based is through their own lens. And some people don't even have a lens, right? So the more we hear people talk, the more we all recognize that some people should shut the fuck up because they're not even coming from a place of humility. I come on this podcast with all of my run-on thoughts because I am sharing my life with you guys in the hopes that some of what I say you can relate to. But remember, when you love yourself, it is okay to take what you need and throw away the rest or put the rest up on a shelf. It is okay. I don't need to be agreed with. And you shouldn't need to be agreed with either, right? I can stand 10 toes down in what I say and in who I am. And that to me is the goal. I'm going to tell you guys a story because I've asked my sister this and I've asked a couple of friends this and I don't know how many people have ever been in love, right? I think I've been in love two times. The problem with me being in love is that I believe that there is a deeper question that we all need to be asking. And for me, that deeper question is how many times 
have you ever felt loved? And what I mean by that is because the two people that I have been in love with, I don't believe that those people loved me back in a way that made me feel like we were mutually in love. My traumas, my young adult traumas, my traumas that I experienced as a child before I was able and ready to unpack them had trauma bonds and wounds lying on my heart and in my head. And because of that, I went out into the world with this need to be needed. So I attracted men who violated the trust manipulated who I am and used me. Now, the truth is that I allowed them to use me because I needed to be needed. So because I needed to be needed, they got the good end of the stick and I got shit. And because when you have abandonment issues, I no longer have abandonment issues. Go back in the... um. In my on my site and look up my past websites and I mean past websites past episodes and I let you guys know that you don't have abandonment issues, right? The person who abandoned you had issues, right? You don't. We don't have to take on other people's trauma. My family. Father, mother, not being there for me in no way, shape, or form is about me. But before you step into your whole self, that's not something that you know. You believe that everything that happens to you is about you. Ain't that some ego shit? The ego holds in all of this pain and toxic behavior and feelings of not being wanted, right? So the truth is what's happening in your need to be needed is this idea that you never want anyone to feel how you felt. So you come to the table with loyalty and understanding and willing to work with someone and believing that you can love someone enough that they will love you. And that is not true at all. If someone doesn't love you, there will never be enough of what you do for them to make them love you. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? You can never, and I mean never, you can never do enough. And I know this because on the flip side of the deeper question, when I say, how many times have you felt loved? It is not the same thing as how many times have you been in love or how many times have you loved someone? I have also felt loved two times. And the saddest part about me feeling loved these two times is that I didn't know how much those people loved me until I was older and I had done the unpacking and the healing and the dissecting and going through all of the dirty laundry, right? 
Then it was an aha moment. And I realized that, oh my God. And the reason why I know that those people loved me is because one of them in particular, I realized that when I heard that man speak on Instagram and talk about how most of us have never been in love, I realized that this person simply loved me just because. I didn't have to do anything for the love. I didn't have to be anything. I didn't have to be right or wrong. I didn't have to be traditional or not traditional. I didn't have to be anything. The only requirement for their love was that I be Marshall and exist. And to this day, I am positive that one of them still loves me. I don't know about the other one because I haven't spoken to them in so long. But I remember being a young girl, try, believing that I had to give myself to this person. And they were like, no, let's get to know each other. And we got to know each other. And this person took care of myself and my son. And they were just there. And I could just be. And I didn't have to be right. And I didn't have to be wrong. I didn't have to be good. I didn't have to be anything. I just got to be. And the truth is that I realized that those people showed me the greatest love, the greatest grace, the greatest humility. And now I believe that part of the reason why I am unwilling to settle is because I know what it feels like to be loved, right? And one of those men, I love him, right? And I love him enough to see him flourish, right? I love him enough to want him to have better, to be better. And this type of unconditional love doesn't always mean that you are supposed to be together. Because I can consider this person a soulmate, right? But it doesn't mean that we're supposed to be together because I also understand that Life happens. And sometimes in life, you have to answer the call of life. And sometimes the answers that we, the, the decisions that we make are based in how we were made to feel in our own life issues, right? How you were made to feel as a child can make you make decisions as an adult that where you are choosing to be and belong in something because it is the right thing to do and not necessarily honoring what you want or where you want to be at in the world. But I felt so free. I tell people that I live in a place called the Magic Garden. And truthfully, that was given to me by someone I was with in an unhealthy relationship. I am very protective of my space. I am very protective of my home. You can't smoke in my home. You barely can drink in my home. You can't wear your shoes in my home. You can't sit your behind on my bed in your outside clothes. I don't want people that I don't like in my home. If you bring negative energy into my home, I have no problem asking for you to leave. I regulate what I watch. I regulate how much of it I watch. I regulate how I watch the news, what I consume. 
I, I regulate my life because I need for my reality to exist in a place of joy. And when I first started doing this, I thought it was me responding to my toxic traits. And maybe it was. But I find that when you curate your life, you have less drama. Some people are free and out there and let anybody in and they have all kinds of trauma, right? And all kinds of drama. And I don't want no drama. And I hear people say, I don't like drama. And I be looking at them like, but you create drama. You step into it. You walk into it. You do things to exist in it. I don't want friendships with people that I'm in drama spaces with. I want loving relationships where what I bring to the table, they enjoy. And what they bring to the table, I enjoy. Nothing more, nothing less. And that is how I recognize that I was loved. I do not want a relationship where I have to do backflips and be magical in order for someone to love me. Because the truth is, most of us, when we meet someone, we are stepping to the table with our representative. That is why I do not like first impressions. I do not judge people based on how I meet them in the workplace or how you meet them out in the world. What they show you ain't got nothing to do with who they really are. That is a representative. And it could be part true, but it is not all true, if you know what I'm saying. I don't give a damn how you present. Oh, he's a nice person. And then we find out he's a rapist. Oh, she's a nice lady. Or, the, or then we found out she got children locked up in the basement and she beating them. People are showing you their face. And this is why it is important to have discernment. And this is also why it's important when you are in relationships with people, friendships, uh, work relationships, anything. When people are being mean to other people, and not you, they are mean. You are simply biding and waiting your time for them to be mean to you. But if you are not kind to others, you are simply not kind. And that's just what it has to be, right? So to, for me, if you are mean to people, you can't be loving. And I don't care what nobody says. Love is a strength. And love requires that you do the work of self. And in order to go out into the world and seek other love from other people, you must first be in a position to love yourself, all of yourself, and not the fake love, not the mask, not the parts of you that you want people to see, not the fly girl, not the bad boy, not none of that shit, but who you are in the midnight hour when you laying in your bed and you are unpacking the day and you are knowing the lies you told in the day for acceptance or to be a part of a group Everything that you are, when you strip it all down, when you take off your clothes or you take off your hair or you take off your toupee or whatever you do, who are you in that moment? Do you love that person? Because if you do not love that person, I can almost guarantee you that you 
will go into relationships not feeling loved. You will go into relationships feeling needed. And for the moment, you will feel like you are getting what you need because the person simply represents that thing about you that is insecure. But that is not a foundation. That cannot stand. The truth is, baby girl or sir, you got to love your motherfucking self. I'm tired of talking to you guys. Bye.